I'm very excited today to have the very talented and lovely and, dare I say, enigmatic Molly <laughs> Sullivan on the show today. Molly, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Excited yeah. to be here. Well, fantastic. We love having you. We love having amazing artists in the Gwyn Studios. So how have you been? How are things going? Um, I've been doing pretty well. I've uh, been kind of busy trying to um, direct myself in a multitude of ways, um, trying to figure out how to be pretty productive, but also respect my boredom. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, I, the, the lazing about thing, I like it to a degree, but um, there's a stagnance that can come with that, an atrophy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found that uh, was a common theme for me, at least in uh, prior to this year, for the past five years or so, just patterns of uh, not being productive and getting uh, pretty depressed about it. And mm. so, yeah, I try to sublimate moments of boredom into uh, forced productivity. If you're bored, get up and do something. And a big part of that was uh, having space mm-hmm. and the ability to make noise, which is one of the reasons I bought a house. You did. I Congratulations. Did. Well, that's yes. exciting. Yes. You won't be bored with being a new homeowner. I no, know that. <laughs> there's, there's plenty to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, space to bang around on instruments pretty much whenever. And um, I've found that that has opened up like just so much uh, for having space to be creative. Um, so it's been a really big yeah. gift. There's a piano in the dining room, which I'm, is, I'm kind of unfamiliar with the instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been really fun to just kind of go to this thing that is stationary and it's ready to play and everything's out for you. So yeah, it's been that's cool. It's been cool for writing, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, the song that we're going to talk about today, Blue, mm-hmm. is a piano song, and I've only heard you play guitar, you know, uh, in previous iterations, mm-hmm. from the early your earlier records, you know, from Bad Weather, right, mm-hmm. and also from Winter Thirteen. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much just you and the guitar, and you know, you were doing some looping and things like that. But I didn't hear a whole lot of piano. So is this a new venture for you? Yeah, um, I, you know, pretty, I mean, I'm not even the best guitarist when it comes to, it serves a purpose for me and um, I, you know, use it to the best of my ability. But um, yeah, I really started writing on the keys recently and learning them, um, at least (laughs) the way that I learned an instrument, which is just... Plunk around on it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But actually, blue is kind of a, it's kind of had a weird growth and development for a while there I had a wild hair at my butt and was had a friend who was getting me into some country tunes and um I don't know I was really feeling it for a minute and (laughs) I had this urge to write a country song Mm -hmm. or songs and one night I picked up a guitar actually and wrote a little half of a verse or something and with a couple of chords, I sent it to my friend Warren Harrison, who's a fantastic musician, fantastic person. He plays with Jess Lamb frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sent it back in a matter of hours with a full-on arrangement with drums and bass and keys. And I 
was just like, well, hot damn. Dang. That's a country tune. Yeah. Get um, his number after the show. Yeah. Um, and so we made uh, an arrangement to for me to come over to his house where he has his little studio mm. set up. Mm-hmm. And we started playing around and the the content for this song ended up um the inspiration it was a pretty low and dreadful time feeling sad feeling down and um the verses started coming out and then wrote a little or excuse me i wrote the chorus first and then verses started coming out and it still was it had this energy to it that didn't feel right for the moment it was it was written with the the idea that it was a country song but it didn't feel authentic to myself mm-hmm. and so he ended up just playing the keys to it and I sang along to it um god after many many cigarettes my voice was hoarse and everything and we decided that the right treatment for it was just piano and we did one take of vocals and called it a day Sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes embracing simplicity can be hard, but sometimes it's what it needs. Yeah, that's the best way to go at it. So this song versus like some of your other songs that I've listened to um, are a little bit more lyrically like esoteric, right? And this song feels like it's kind of like you really, I mean, I listened to this song um, earlier today. Well, I listened to it several times, but the first time I listened to it, when it was finished, I was like, I said to myself out loud and I was by myself, but I was like, Yeah, because I really, really felt it, you know. So, but I it kind of came across more to me as this as a heartache, as a more of a a a broken relationship sort of, you know, blue. But it sounds like from what you said earlier, you were just in a space. You were you were bored, and you weren't feeling productive, and you were just sort of down. It was that kind of more the impetus of the song, or did it have? Was it a lot of things? Um, I think insofar as the the boredom bit, that's just kind of a general thing that's been new in my life, which is channeling that boredom. This song in particular um, came from a moment where, like I said, there there were some happenings and um, some, you know, some hints of a, a romance, a potential romance, and that not really working out. So did have its inspiration tethered to an actual like event that spanned a couple of months and just feeling really alone and but already having kind of established this space for me to utilize what was in front of me to pick up an instrument and and also I'll mention I've been sober now for over a year from alcohol and Congrats. that's lend lended a lot of time and space whereas before in a moment like that um, of sadness and kind of desperation, you dig to the bottle. It's an easy way to um, to mend things temporarily yeah. for yourself. But now um, I've got this space and I've got these instruments and at my disposal, and I'm, I'm I've been kind of imploring myself to pick something up and start writing mm-hmm. and. Um, work through things for myself via the songwriting outlet. Sure. So you felt this was this writing this song was sort of cathartic for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I remember after we finished it, Warren and I just like looked at each other and I don't want to say that we cried. I don't think that we cried. We probably had moments with it, but I almost did when I listened to it. <laughs> 
you know, and it's um, there's also the thing of you know writing for an audience, and I've never really been able to do that. Um, it's not what songwriting is for me necessarily. Yeah, just listening to it and being able to touch touch base with where it came from in a, in its authentic moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a song that's kind of easy to standardize. So I think it, it, you can kind of apply it in a lot of different um, stories and sure. and situations. Yeah, I like that about your songwriting is that it doesn't feel like you're ever really out to please anybody. That you're just sort of, you know, saying what's on your mind. Um, somebody wrote, I think Todd or Gary Nolan or something like that. I read an article a while back where some Jim this guy Nolan? said Jim Nolan. I so. Sorry, Jim, it's if you're listening. But Jim Nolan said something like to the effect of Molly doesn't Molly Sullivan doesn't write songs that are gonna that make you comfortable. You know? And I thought that was a really interesting way to sort of put it. And really, I think what he's saying is like he you you write them you very much write them for you. They're definitely um, from what's going on in your head and your experience, and really you know in your interpretation of what's going on in your head, and that they're not really for somebody else. And I think that's a really really awesome way to write songs and courageous. And uh, it's cool if that's the only way you know how, because I find myself and I see other people also sometimes trying to okay now what can I do here to to please somebody else versus just letting the whatever's genuine about it sort of come out. Yeah, I think that that's probably something that I would say most songwriters have dilemma with is, you know, wanting to produce songs that are interesting and curious and entertaining to the ears. Um, And I don't really know what I'm doing other than that I'm doing it. But, you know, it, that there's definitely – there are moments when I feel kind of downhearted or flatlined that something isn't as interesting as I want it to be. Does it need a, a key change? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how to write a key change. So, no, I guess it doesn't <laughs> need that. But um, yeah. uh, one of the things that I've been at war with uh, is finding comfort in simplicity and being enough. Mm-hmm. That the song is enough or that I am enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this song, even having just one take of the vocals, where I'm historically, when I'm recording myself, I've got like 15 vocal tracks and mm-hmm. they all cushion and support each other and fill the space, fill that void. This one's pretty stark and um, it there are some weird little discrepancies in the vocal takes and everything, but... Mm-hmm. We just decided to let it rip yeah, and let it speak for itself, I guess. Oh, and it, and it does, you know. I mean, I, I loved that about the production itself, that it was really stripped down. Thank you. Which is exciting, too, because I know we're going to hear it that way today, which is phenomenal. Uh, I think it's also the testament to a great song when it can be stripped down and it still really works or it even works better, sure. frankly, you know. So, you know, throughout your 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 musical career so far, you know, and I, as I've kind of gone through your songs as well, it strikes me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Jackson Brown said he never wrote a happy song. Never. Do you write happy songs? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, I mean, there's happy. Happy's a weird way to describe a song. I've written. Coming less- from someone who probably doesn't write too many happy songs. So. Yeah. Um, I've I've got some songs whose lyrical content's a little more 
somber and melancholy, but maybe with an, um, you know, with brighter chords or something. Yeah. yeah. A nice little beat to it or something. Yeah, yeah sure. <clears throat> um, but I've written a handful of love songs. Um, I find that that's typically where any sort of quote unquote happy material would come from. Happy is probably a bad word. How about yeah. joyful? Joyful. Yeah. They're, Gosh, there are these. Maybe be mine, Jim Jones, or something. Oh like man, that. Jim Jones, but that's <laughs> oh lord, that's a that's a funny one. Um, there's so I'm working on some recordings now, kind of doing more recording with a cohesive album or EP kind of in mind. And there's a slew of new songs that I've only played live thus far, so mm. those should be coming oh, yeah. out hopefully within the next few months. Nice. But with within those tracks, there are a few that they're not necessarily up beat or bright and shiny but they're love songs and yeah. i would think of them as being warm okay. before i would think of them as being happy right. probably yeah there is one really cheesy one that i don't i don't know if the world will see it yet but it felt really good to write awesome. it came from it, that one came from a truly happy place yeah silly yeah. Well, I, I really hope I get to hear that someday, <laughs> for <Maybe>. sure. <laughs> <laughs> As I think at the end of the day, we really just, you know, we just want to feel, you know, because I don't, I don't listen to a lot of, you know, I guess, you know, crazy, happy B-52 sort of, you know, music all the time. I have a, when I'm in that mood, which is rare, uh, yeah, but mostly I just want to feel something when I'm listening to it. And, and um when I listened to this tune, I really, really, I really, really felt it. So I think mission accomplished as it relates to um, getting your listener to kind of feel what you're what you're trying to get across. So uh, it was it was wonderful. Um, and I think when you're when you're in that place, this is one of those songs that you can go to that that where you can feel like you got a friend to feel that way with. Sure. So yeah, um, I think we should. I think we should hear the song. All what right. do you think? I'm I'm ready. All right, let's let's go for it. Straight. 
Thank you so much for listening to Songsmith. If you like what you hear, subscribe, rate, and write a review. It really helps people find us. Thanks again, you guys, and we'll see you next time.